plugged in, Chris? I am plugged in. Welcome to the Plugged In Podcast. This is Chris from Twitter. This is Joe Hawks. How you doing, people? The people are doing good. Before we start, go ahead and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Plugged In PCast. You can give me a, t- a follow on Twitter at Chris C underscore Hustle. That's Hustle spelled H-U-S-S-L-E. You can also follow me at JLHB510 at JLHB510. All right, let's go ahead and jump into it, Joe. Um, after a crazy week 17, um, the playoff schedules are out. Um, there are going to be some really good games in the AFC and the NFC. Um, starting on Saturday, um, we have Indianapolis at Buffalo. Um, for the morning game, Los Angeles at Seattle for the afternoon, and in the primetime game, it's going to be Tampa Bay at Washington. I mean, dude, it's super, it's super wild card weekend. I mean, this is this is unprecedented. You have three playoff games on Saturday and Sunday. The Colts and uh, Colts traveling to Buffalo for a big AFC uh, AFC wild card matchup. Uh, I mean, you got to think about it. The Bills are red hot right now. The Bills, to me, are the better team. Um, Indy is, is Indy has been playing well. Their defense is, is, is was was one of the top uh, five in all of, uh, football. I mean, both teams are red hot coming in here. Colts are four and two down the stretch in their last six. Bills have been undefeated six and zero. I mean, you saw what they did against the uh, against the Dolphins on Sunday, beating them like just absolutely destroying them fifty six to twenty six. And uh, the Bills just show that they are ready for playoff football. So what do you think the three priorities are for the Indianapolis Colts to, um, you know, to give them shots, give themselves a a chance to win this game on Saturday? Uh, Man, on offense, they need to really just let Jonathan Taylor run. I mean, the guy is just was absolutely spectacular in his rookie year. The guy has rushed. The man, the man is uh, just was just unbelievable the last the last few weeks. Uh, he ran through the Raiders. He ran through uh, he he ran through the Jags. I mean, they they have like if you run run him, Jonathan Ta- uh, Jonathan Taylor is a guy that you need to run because the Bills uh, defensively are good, but they have been susceptible against the run. Uh, they do that, they uh, they'll have a good chance of winning. Maybe uh, also uh, Phillip Rivers can't turn that ball over. I mean, mm-hmm. this is the playoffs. He's 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 been here before. But he's also been he he's he's turnover he's thrown interceptions at at a rapid rate in the playoffs. So they need for him to be able to protect the ball and also the defense. The defense, like I, like I mentioned earlier, has been one of the better units all of football. They they were they were uh, tops uh, in, in in tackles, tops against the run, and 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 quite as kept, they were one of the better uh, teams against the pass. So they have they're, they're going to go against a, a very dangerous offense uh in the bills if they're able to get those three keys uh work those three keys run jonathan taylor uh let make sure philip rivers protects the ball and their defense be able to get off the field on third down when they're able to because we've seen it the bills they can just explode uh offensively they scored 28 points in the second quarter alone against the uh, against the dolphins on sunday so if they're able to uh, come up with those three uh, key factors, they'll have a good chance of uh, pulling off the upset in uh, Buffalo on Saturday. Yeah, and I think that plays into to Buffalo's keys of the game. I think you know their priority on defense is going to be stopping Jonathan Taylor, who ran for two hundred was it forty yards uh, last week and set the Indianapolis single game record um, against Jacksonville. And on offense, we talked about it last week the bills are not going to try and run the ball um it's all about um it's all about allen josh allen um you know 
they're going to want to get Stefan Diggs involved early and throughout the game. Um, I can see him, you know, having more than he's going to, he's going to have more than 10 targets during the game. Um, probably have more than 10 catches to be honest. Um, he's, he's just been their, their guy for, for the entire season. Um, led the, led the league with 127 receptions. Yeah, yeah, he's had a spectacular season and has really solidified himself um, as one of the top play receivers in the game. Um, really, he he bet on himself when he you know requested that trade out of Minnesota, and it's looking by all means that Minnesota made a terrible decision in letting him go. Um, but well, 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 we we can we can yeah we we, we talk about that later. They got Justin <laughs> Jefferson, so they they you know they got their money's worth over there. But Bills paid a hefty price to bring him, and, they, and they, yeah, and, it, and it's been worth it, it. It's looked like it's worked out for both sides, to be honest. I, I wouldn't say there's a winner or a loser, but um, he Stephon Diggs is definitely going to be a guy that they want to get involved along with Josh Allen. So I, I think those two guys alone are two keys to the game in itself. Um, but yeah, Buffalo they're definitely going to want to find a way to stop Jonathan Taylor. Um, and like you said, uh, Philip Rivers has been known to, to throw interceptions, and he's he's been he's thrown quite a few this year. Um, and so they're going to want to make a play on defense and and capitalize on Philip Rivers any mistakes that he makes during the game um, to take advantage of of field position. Um, so what do you what do you what do you predict for the outcome of this game, Joe? I really, I mean, I I really am. Um... I'm all in on Buffalo. I really believe that this team is just playing the best ball right now, heading into the postseason. It's what you, is what uh, you hope for as a as a team heading into the playoffs. Um, I think the Bills are going to win this game. I'm going to say 34-28. It's going to be close, but I think the, the Bills just have a little more on offense to 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 beat the Colts. Um, and I and I think just the the fact that Josh Allen has just taken. Uh, so many uh, has take is somebody has just progressed so well from from last year to this year that has really helped this help this offense uh, grow this whole team grow. So I like the Bills to win this one, um, 34-28. Uh, Josh Allen's going to have at least two touchdowns passing, maybe even throw run for one, and uh, I think the defense will have at least uh, they're going to force at least two turnovers against uh, the Colts, and that's going to. And one of them is going to be in the fourth quarter, where 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 the Colts are going to be driving to try to tie this game up to uh, the force overtime. So I think the yeah I got the Bills going 34-28. Josh Allen's going to have three touchdowns. Two, one of them is going to be rushing, and the defense is going to um, is going to be able to stop uh, the Colts in the fourth quarter. I'm all in on Josh Allen, but this is the matchup that I did not want the Bills to have for the wild card round. Um, and, and I actually think I'm going to go with Indianapolis this round. I'm, I'm huge on Jonathan Taylor. I think he, he's a really good running back. Um, and, and Buffalo, you know, they haven't really faced a guy who could who could light it up the way that Jonathan Taylor does. Um, Philip Rivers, has he has playoff experience. I don't know how much that's going to matter during this game. I think the, the key to this game, as you mentioned, is the Indianapolis defense. Um, that front four, they, they've really got to make life difficult for Josh Allen for them to pull this game off. Um, you know, but if, if that front four comes to play and Jonathan Taylor has over 100 yards rushing, I see Indianapolis winning this game 24-21. to 21. All right. Um, let's that's go. Good. That's good. Yeah, close. Yeah, let's. I mean, yeah, I think it's going to be one of those games that's in the twenties. Um, you know, if it, it's all contingent on Indianapolis showing up to play, so I, I can see it going both ways. Um, but I'm going to bank on that Indianapolis defense showing up and and Jonathan Taylor showing out. Um, let's go ahead and take it to the NFC Wild Card game. Um, 
where the Los Angeles Rams, um, with with question with, with Jared Goff questionable, travel to Seattle to take on Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks. It's this one right here. It's a it's it's one of two matchups of of teams that are playing each other for the third time this year. Cleveland and uh, Cleveland and Pittsburgh is being the other one. I think really uh, the the Seahawks are going to probably win this one. Um, just because I, I don't, it's it's almost a long shot for Jared Goff to play, and they're going to have to start John Wolford again, who, by all accounts, didn't look good in his uh, in his uh, appearance against the uh, Cardinals on in Week 17. But they still got the win because their defense held up. They're, the Rams' defense is, I think, to me, is it's probably the unit. If they're going to win, it's going to be off the defense on on Saturday because they have carried that team the entire uh, season, and I think the and I think Seattle. It, you know, for the last couple of weeks, offensively has hasn't looked that dominant. They've had a bunch of yards. They've gotten guys uh, paid. They've uh, you know um, they set they set franchise records and catches for for um, Tyler Lockett, most yards by uh, by a Seahawks receiver, also uh, DK Metcalf. But the offense just isn't, hasn't looked really sharp to me. So I mean, I still like the I still like the Seahawks to pull this one out, um, but I think. In order for them to really just win, Jamal Adams has to be healthy because he did he did get nicked up at the end of the 49er game um, on Sunday. Uh, Puna Ford, they've had they came out of that game with a bunch of nicks uh, nicks and injuries on that defensive side because um, from playing the 49ers. Russell Wilson still looks good, um, but he I think he can do more. He's he's uh, he's he's not regressed, but he he I think he like I said I think he could do more. Um, with the offense, um, but I like I like Seattle to pull this one off. It's going to be kind of close, like their other matchups have been this year. Um, I, see, I see Seattle pulling this one, almost the same score as it was in in uh, Week 16, uh, the 20 to nine. I can see I can see the Seahawks scoring enough points just to be able to beat the Rams that that a Rams team that is, probably won't have Jared Goff playing. Yeah, I think that Los Angeles, the the Rams' keys to the game is all gonna be well. It's it's gonna be to run the ball, of course. Um, they don't have, they're not gonna have the good quarterback play if if Jared Goff is unavailable. Um, you know, they'll need their quarterback to. I don't even know the guy's name. What's his name? John Walford. John Walford. They're gonna need him to maybe hit a couple of passes to to Gerald Everett and and Tyler Higby. Um, I don't know if he's gonna be be able to, to get it to, to cup and Robert Woods um, against what's what's been arguably one of the worst secondaries in the league um, this season outside of Jamal Adams. Um, but yeah, I, I don't see this outcome being any different from, you know, the week 16 game. I think Seattle is going to win this. They're going to jump on. They're going to jump on them early. They're never going to relinquish a lead. I see it being 24 to 10 with one, you know, with that touchdown being off of, um, a Rams a turnover. turnover, not not necessarily a defensive touchdown, but a turnover in, you know, in 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 uh, with a good f- field position. So them turning the ball over in Seattle territory, um, getting an early one. Um, but they really they're going to need Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey to really come through. Um, but I don't see that being enough to, you know, overshadow the the deficiencies that they're going to have on offense with with Walford playing quarterback. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I really believe that this is a game that Seattle should win. Um, this, I mean, this the Rams are limping into the playoffs. Um, I mean, their defense again has 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 carried them all year. They had a big 85 yard uh, 
uh, pick six against the Cardinals last week that pretty much was the all the points they needed. They also scored a safety in that game. So the, the Rams, if they're going to score, it's going to have to be their defense that's setting them up in short field position because they don't have, especially if Jared Goff doesn't play, they won't have the, uh, the quarterback play as, as we've been alluding to. So in order for the Rams to really make this a game, they're going to have to re- uh, rely on this defense, giving them short field field position, and being able to see if Cam Akers or Daryl Henderson can maybe bust a run here or there to to for for a score. But I really do like the uh, Seahawks. I think it's going. To, I think the Seahawks will probably uh, is going to most likely win twenty to nine. Uh, tw- you know, somewhere around there. Like I said, almost reminiscent of week, their week sixteen score where the uh, where the Seahawks beat them. All right, let's go ahead and take it to the evening game uh, where Tampa Bay is going to... I know to, you're happy about this. They're going to travel to, to play the Washington football team. Yeah, I think this is going to be a great matchup. I don't think it's a great matchup for Tampa Bay. Um, Washington, they've got a really good defense, and it's going to be an interesting matchup. Um, what do you think about it? I really think that the the schedule makers got, you know, did us a solid here because they wanted Tom Brady in, in prime time, but also the Washington football team that to me is one of the you know more unheralded teams heading into the playoffs because just they just because they finished under 500 in the nfc east to win the division and their defense is starting to really play well as as well um six and one six and one with alex smith leading the team yeah i mean that's a that's a that's a that's a that's a big uh that's a big record especially after having uh the you know the revolving door at quarterback was it dwayne haskett was it uh was it taylor henneke um they just didn't have, you know. They they settled they settled on they settled on having Alex Smith being the guy, and when he's healthy, he's been six and one, been able to been able to throw the uh, been able to uh, steady that offense, and you know hasn't been you know hasn't put his defense in a terrible situation. Even though he threw two interceptions in the fourth uh, against the uh, the Eagles last week, they they still had enough on on um, on defense to and offense to close them out. But I like Tampa Bay in this one. It really, and it's all. Hopefully, Mike Evans does play because that injury he took at the end of, uh, uh, excuse me, in the middle of the uh, the game against the uh, the Falcons on Sunday, that looked scary. I mean, he was carted off. So I mean, there hasn't been any word of him like of, of maybe. There's no LCF. structural damage. Um, yeah, according and, to, and that's good yeah. because this guy this guy is one of the best. He's I mean, seventh straight season of, of a thousand yards to start a career for a wide receiver, unheard of. And Tom Brady, this is this is the postseason for him. This is this is why the Bucks brought him down there because he's 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 somebody that's seen it, done it all in the postseason. He threw forty touchdowns for the Bucks this year, and I really like the fact that it's on the road for them because I mean Tom Brady, Tom Brady has done well in the playoffs on the road uh, when when he's asked to uh, to um, to to start the, the playoffs uh, for a team on the road. I really like I really like the Bucks in this one. I think their defense is um, is good enough to really just uh, neutralize the to the Washington football team. Um, I think they have the linebackers to follow Logan Tom uh, Logan Thomas. So, it you know who's who happens to be Alex Smith's best um, uh, well go to receiver outside of Terry McLaurin. Um, but I like I like I like Tampa pulling this one off. I'm gonna say it's I'm gonna say 27-19 on this one. I think Tampa Bay's got enough offense um, pu- offensive punch to beat these guys. I think the key is going to be whether or not Mike Evans plays and whether or not he's effective. Um, the interesting thing will be is that Antonio Brown really showed out last week against um, 
the Atlanta Falcons, which isn't a surprise. Everybody's pretty much um, put up really big numbers against that Atlanta Falcons secondary. Um, but it's, it's, it's definitely a, a, a great confidence booster heading into the playoffs. If Mike Evans, for whatever reason, isn't he doesn't if he doesn't have the flexibility in the knee to be able to, to play, then I think um, that Antonio Brown and Chris Godwin are, are good enough um, targets for Tom Brady to get the job done. Um, I think the key to this game for Washington is really going to be Chase Young to, to really wreak havoc on Tom Brady this week. Um, he's looking forward to it. He, he came out, you know, at the end of Sunday and said that um, he wanted all the smoke with Tom Brady. And so um, it's going to be a really interesting matchup um, for Washington. I really do like what they're doing with Alex Smith. They keep the game really simple for him. Um, he utilizes Logan Tom. Um, Logan Thomas throws it to, to Sims and McLaurin a lot on a lot of a lot of short routes, intermediate routes. Um, Antonio Gibson, um, will he be able to run the ball this game? Um, I, I thought he was fairly effective last week against Philadelphia. Um, you know, and J.D. McKissick, that's a guy that you didn't mention. He's, he's also one of Alex Smith's favorite targets. Um, you see a lot of a lot of um, formations with both of them in the game where they're either running the ball or, or throwing short screen passes, short bubble routes, um, a lot of checkdowns to, to J.D. McKissick. And he had five catches last game, but he's been getting, you know, a little bit over 10, close to nine or 10 targets a game for the last four or five weeks. Um, with or without Alex Smith, and so I think they, um, you know, the, the the Washington football team is definitely um, they're a team that believes in killing you with a thousand paper cuts. Um, they're gonna dink and dunk you all the way down the field if 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 you let them. I do think it's going to be. Um, it's not going to be quite a low-scoring game. I see this maybe in the in the low 20s, but I do think that the defenses that are going to really shine in this in this um, primetime game. Um, I'm actually going to go with I'm going to go with the Washington football team pulling the upset against Tampa, um, 21 to 20. Wow, well, by one point lead, uh, one point score. So you're saying that what a late field goal uh, is going to probably do uh, Tampa Tampa in, or they they already have 21. It'll, it'll be uh, a, it'll be a late touchdown drive. Oh, okay. So right. it, it'll be a good game. Um, I don't know if Tom Brady is going to be able to handle the pressure that, that Washington is going to bring on Sunday. Um, and, Saturday. And, and on Saturday, and that will be the key to the game. Um, I think t Tom Brady has really been able to shine these last couple of weeks um, playing against um, inferior competition in the NFL, um, playing against the, the, the Detroits and the Atlantas of the league. Um, but, you know, we've seen teams get to Tom Brady earlier in the year and we've seen him have terrible games. And so it's, it, it's, I think it's really all about the, the pressure that's brought. Um, cause we've seen him get frustrated in or earlier in the season. Um, so he's had one of the, the more interesting 40 touchdown, uh, years for any quarterback that I've watched because I, I didn't think he was that impressive this year but in the games that he um balled out he he just really brought in and it was throwing four or five touchdowns a game but um it's going to be a good game I, they 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 have it on prime time for a reason um and it's going to be really interesting to see what you know a 40 year old Tom Brady is able to do um in the wild card round oh yeah 
So, I mean, yeah, those, I mean, I'm telling you, Saturday's, Saturday slated games are, are going to be fantastic, but really Sunday's games is, uh, is also going to be uh, even, I mean, you got another three games on Sunday. So, I mean, what Baltimore at, at uh, Tennessee at the, at, uh, at 10 a.m. tomorrow uh, on Sunday, what do you think? Um, I, I, it's going to be a really good and interesting matchup. They actually have the game slated for ESPN and ABC um, for a 10 a.m. game, which is which is really interesting. Um, it will be the first time, I believe, that they had a game this early on ABC and ESPN, but um, it's the matchup that they should have on national TV. They've got Lamar Jackson, um, who's been throwing the ball well lately, throwing to, to his receivers more often um, against, um, you know, in – who should be an MVP candidate in Derrick Henry. He um, he rushed for two 2,000 yards this season. He's been un, an unstoppable force. Um, Ryan Tannehill, who's been able to benefit from Derrick Henry um, and and get the ball to his playmakers in A.J. Brown and Corey Davis. Um, but A.J. Brown last week, man, he, he, he lit it up. Um, I believe it was nine catches for 151 yards, had that bomb at the end of the game. That 52-yarder, yeah. That, that set them up for um, the game-winning field goal. But um, I'd expect to see a lot of fireworks in this game because, you know, again, um, we went back and forth last week actually against uh, about the Tennessee and um, Houston game, and, and I do want to give myself credit for that prediction that I made. I, I did pick the the Texans in the upset, but I did also say the team with the ball last would win the game. You remember that, Joe? I did remember that, yes. Um, but this is going to be a very interesting matchup again. Like I said, Tennessee, they can't stop a nosebleed, and so the, they're not going to be able to slow down Baltimore offense. Um, the real question is, will they be able to keep up with Baltimore? Um, Baltimore is really going to look to get pressure on Ryan Tannehill and, and stop um, Derrick Henry, which is going to be the key for them. Um, the same way that Green Bay neutralized them in the snow. Um, I, I really look at Corey Davis and A.J. Brown to, to have a big game. Um, against Baltimore, um, but it'll all hinge on whether or not they can buy Ryan Tannehill some time and, and get him rolling out and, and, and running play action. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, Baltimore Baltimore has, a to me, I think Baltimore's going to win this game. Um, and, I mean, really, I think they're going to build off of what they did last week against uh, against the Bengals where they ran off for 404 rushing yards against the Bengals last week. And Lamar Jackson had a – had 97 of those guys uh, of those runs and coming the first quarterback ever to to rush for a thousand yards in back-to-back seasons so i really like i really like baltimore this is really old school this is going to be a slobber knocker to be real with you using the great jim ross's uh catchphrase there these two teams just absolutely can beat up on each other i mean i remember i remember so many classic uh playoff matchups and regular season matchups between these two teams where they just looks like they just punished each other um the running games were big the defenses on both sides played huge but you you did you did hit the nail on the head the titans defense is doesn't really stop too many teams they they are they're one of the worst in, in in generating sacks and against a guy like lamar jackson you have to bring him down you cannot let this man create so much time in the pocket or he's going to kill you he's going to run all over the place and 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 and, and tennessee doesn't have the they don't have the they don't they don't have the focus that they need in, in, on third down to get uh to get teams off they're one of the worst uh defenses on 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 third down and and baltimore can just 
can just shred you up, especially if that running game is hot. So I like I like Tennessee to to lose this game um, at home. I got Baltimore winning this thing uh, in the neighborhood of 17, 14. It's going to be it's going to be kind of, it's going to be a low scoring game. Twenty one, maybe 20 points. The first team to 20 may win 20 to 17. Uh, um, Baltimore, I'm going to go with that. 20 to 17 Baltimore. I think that's I think that's a, a safer um, a safer uh, score. I think that Baltimore is going to win. It's either going to be very one-sided um, to the point of 31 to like 17, mm. or if 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 Tennessee gives themselves a shot, it's going to be a shootout. So so either either way it goes, Baltimore is going to put up points. The question is going to be whether or not the the Tennessee offense shows up and is able to to go shot for shot with the Baltimore Ravens. Um, if it is a higher scoring game, I do like Tennessee just because I think that they have the better receiving core um, and that they'll be able to um, to really light it up and 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 that there will be a lot of fireworks with AJ Brown and Corey Davis. You know how how big of a fan I am of both of those guys. Um, you know, if it, if it is a shootout, I see I see Tennessee winning with with like a thirty four to thirty one score. But if it's if it's really one sided, um, I'll take Baltimore. I do think it's going to be one sided. Um, I don't really like Ryan Tannehill. Um, I don't I don't like how efficient he is when he doesn't have Derrick Henry running the ball um, for over a hundred hundred yards and setting up setting himself up in play action. Um, and I think Baltimore's defense is good enough to to make sure that they um, take Derrick Henry out of the game and, and really say, you know, Ryan Tannehill, you need to beat us. And, and I think they're going to do that. I think they're going to be successful at that. And I think that Baltimore is going to win um, to that first score that I mentioned, 31 to, to 17. Real quick, just to add on to that match, uh, add on to that game. The matchup I'm really going to be look, I'm going to be uh, looking forward to is, is going to be Marlon Humphrey trying to guard uh, AJ Brown. Uh, I think I think right there that right there could be the difference in that game. Mar- Marlon Humphrey is one of the better cornerbacks in the league. He's paid like it, and AJ Brown is just continuously become is one of the better re- younger receivers we have in the game. So that game, so that matchup to me could be the difference in um, in the and win and who wins in that in that matchup. Yeah, and I think that I mean AJ Brown. Like I, I've told you before, he's one of my favorite receivers. He's 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 the complete package. He'll take the slant route a seven yard slant to the house for 60 some yards like he did against the Steelers. He'll beat you over the top. He can, he can, he can high point the ball, really uh, make amazing he's, catches. He's, more, he's, he's, he's more physical than, than people give him credit for too. Yeah. He, he's absolutely physical. He's uh, that, that's the reason they can't get him down on those slant routes is because he gets, he gets a, a full head of steam going. He's got very um, deceiving four, four speed and can, and can take really anything to the house. Um, if you if you really give him an opportunity, um, but the key is going to be whether or not um, the Titans really are able to get him the ball, and 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 that'll really hinge on Derrick Henry and, and Ryan Tannehill. Um, but yeah, it'll be an interesting matchup, like you said, that cornerback and 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 receiver matchup that they have going on. Um, so we'll see how that plays out. Um, let's go ahead and move on to the NFC Wild Card game. Um, in, in the game that I think may end up being the worst game on the schedule, um, kind of just depending on whether or not Jared Goff plays in the in the other NFC wildcard game. But um, on Sunday, we have the middle of the day game with Chicago traveling to New Orleans. 
and I believe, and I, I think I said, uh, I think I, I think you said on Twitter that all the AFC games are, are must see, and, and and the NFC pretty much has like some of the dud, dud games. This is one of those games. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 Bears backing themselves into the playoffs. Um, they absolutely, you know, just got destroyed in, in Green Bay, thirty five sixteen, and. I mean, they needed the they needed the Cardinals to lose on Sunday, which they did, which they got, you know, they got the help. Um, and I think <laughs> this is this is going to be funny because this is this game is going to be shown on CBS, Nickelodeon and being streamed on Amazon Prime. So this is one. this is the game that Nickelodeon gets their the their, their one billion dollar price. Uh, they paid a price tag. They paid for this matchup here. Um, I believe, you know, I think the Saints are going to probably are, are going to win. Um I like uh, the Bears. Their defense is good, but I mean, Mitchell, we still think it's Mitchell Trubisky leading the Bears' offense into the playoffs, and and Allen Robinson, man, this guy should 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 receive a medal or something for for a guy that's having a great career with with bums throwing to him. So um, the Bears, the Bears are gonna are gonna make it. They're gonna make it a game early. The defense is gonna you know they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna get the Saints off the field and. And and they're going to make it look like they're going to be in the game, but I just don't think that the that the Bears have enough offense to really compete with the uh, with with the Saints in the dome, in the playoffs where they're six and one or excuse me six and two all time um, at home in the playoffs. So under Sean Payton and Andrew Brees, so they they're going to have you know it's 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 a home it's it's a true home field advantage for them. The the Saints uh, they didn't have any running backs last week. Uh, Alvin Kamara and uh, Latavius Murray among others were 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 out due to COVID uh, nineteen. But I, I just like the Saints in this one. Drew Brees and um, and the and the and the Saints have enough offense that it, it's going to probably be in the neighborhood of 31-17, 31-14 Saints. I, I really think the Saints are going to um, are going to put up an offense explosion. But again, the Bears are going to make it look like they're in the game early in the first quarter, where they're going to get stops. But I just think the Saints just are just too, too, too good, too, too tough, and they they're going to make short work out of the Bears. Yeah, the the Chicago Bears, their their keys to the game are really going to be their front four getting pressure on Drew Brees, um, utilizing David Montgomery, and getting the ball to Allen Robinson. Those are both going to be very daunting tasks. Um, New Orleans for the majority of the season was the number one rushing defense um, in the league. I think they ended the year at number two um, overall. Um, But either way, I don't see David Montgomery being able to get loose at all this game. Um, Allen Robinson's also going to have his hands full with Marshawn Lattimore. Um, I think Mr. Trubisky's going to have a really difficult time um, getting the ball to him with that type of coverage. Um, Allen Robinson's a stud. Um, he's he's one of the best receivers in the league. He's a guy who can, who you can pretty much throw open. With Mitchell Trubisky throwing him the ball, I don't see that happening. Um, another thing I'm gonna pat myself on the back for was was guaranteeing that pick last week. I don't I don't really know how much credit anybody can get for that though, because Trubisky's probably gonna throw two or three interceptions this week, um, and really really make Chicago question whether or not they want to bring him back um, for a season. Uh-huh. It'll be interesting. It'll, it'll really be interesting. Um, I don't see Chicago giving them, giving themselves a shot um, at all offensively. Their defense, like you said, will um, will try to keep the game close in the first half, but by the by the second half, I don't see um, you know much fight coming from this Bears team. Um, I see New Orleans winning this game. 
thirty to ten. Yeah, I I, I mean because the Bears are you know the Bears are just a thirteen in NFL history to make the playoffs after after five after having a five game losing streak to end the season. Um, they I mean they the only other two teams to pull that off was the nineteen seventy Cincinnati Bengals and the two thousand and fourteen. Carolina Panthers who lost five in a row but won the NFC South at seven eight and one so the Bears have something going for them going in that game but I, like I said you and I both think that the Saints are going to probably put a uh, 30 on them and 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 the Bears are just going to just you're going to have a tough time scoring points I don't even care about that game what I want to know is what kind of viewership Nickelodeon has for them to be hope it's, it's, it's a billion to be... dollar like come on now Nickelodeon gave them a billion dollars to post a playoff game they want to make it fun for the kids man I mean it, it, they, is that like, what it is are they are they trying to 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 draw they're trying to generate another audience another uh, come on now because the, the younger generation isn't watching sports like they like you and I uh, grew up watching like okay we know that five o'clock oh there's gonna be a football game on the night it doesn't happen like that no more. So uh, they they want to go off. They, they're trying to venture into a new audience to captivate the the sport of football, which is still number one amongst amongst consumers. So I, I wish I had that type of money to blow, Joe. Um, <laughs> let's 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 keep this going and and, and wrap final up the matchup pl- on Sunday. Yeah, talk about this final matchup. Um, we have the Cleveland Browns traveling to Pittsburgh to play the Steelers in the classic. AFC rivalry game. Hey, this is the, this is the uh, this is that second matchup I mentioned of, of teams that that are meeting to are meeting for the third time this year. Um, I mean, Baltimore and Tennessee played earlier this year, and, and Tennessee ended up winning in Baltimore. So this one right here, Pittsburgh versus uh, hosting Cleveland, it's 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 the rubber match. Both teams split the regular season one one last week. Cleveland. Ended up uh, beating the beating the Steelers 24-22 at uh, at Heinz Field. Uh, excuse me, not at Heinz Field in Cleveland. Um, the game this week is at Heinz Field, but Cleveland was able to get themselves in the playoffs for the first time since 2002, which was which is a big accomplishment. Brand new coaching staff. Uh, they finished 11-5 for the first time in a long time. Um, and the Steelers are 12-4. They were pretty much relying to 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 take the you know to take the three seed after uh, resting Ben Roethlisberger and, Ma- and Mason Rudolph was starting. And you saw Josh Dobbs getting, uh, getting some love for the Steelers too. So the Steelers were using just uh, multiple quarterbacks last week, but I really like, I really think that the Browns have, can, can go into Cleveland, excuse me, go into Pittsburgh and really make this a game and have a chance to pull this off because I really like Baker Mayfield to, to show show the country that this is why you drafted me. I, I'm ready. Like, I think he's ready for this moment. And I think um, the Steelers have been mediocre, playing mediocre down the stretch. Um, they want, they, lo- they, they won, they lost three or four um, down the stretch. So I really think Cleveland has the momentum, especially after winning last week. Um, I really like, I really like the fact that Cleveland, um, their, their offense, if, if healthy, they can, they're, they're going to give Pittsburgh problems. But Pittsburgh has had issues on its defense with the injuries, so I really think that the Browns will go into will go into Pittsburgh, and they're going to win 27-24. Final field late field goal. Baker's going to put them into position to to pull off the upset. I got Cleveland winning 27-24. I thought I was going to be calling all the upsets today, man. I don't I don't know how much I like Cleveland in this game. Um, last week you uh, you called last week's game and said it was going to be a pretty close game. Um, the way I look at it is Cleveland, they had to win to get in, 
so I I think that they had to they had to do a lot in terms of of their playbook and they had to you know give Pittsburgh a lot of exposure to the things that they do which is pretty much try to run that 200 monster of, of Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb they ran for 190 plus yards I believe um, in the game against Pittsburgh last week um, the one chance that I will give them is that Pittsburgh's defense has been really suspect the last couple of weeks they had they they've not been that um, elite unit that they were in the beginning of the year and so um, I, I think that the injuries have really showed up um, that they that they've really decimated um, Pitts, this, the Pittsburgh Steelers defensive attack Baker Mayfield I don't know how much I believe in him going into this game he had he threw for a touchdown um, in in you know for one touchdown in, in what was the most important game of the season um, I would have expected him to maybe throw two or three get really get his confidence going um, when it's not when, when he's good he's great but when he's not there it, it's 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 there's no in between for him um, he you won't get the 200 yard game where he throws two or three touchdowns you're either gonna get you know nothing with some picks or maybe three or four touchdowns a la the the the, the Monday night game that he had against the Ravens um, I think that Mike Tomlin really played a chess move here, um, allowing himself to rest Big Ben um, just to see, just to study what you know Cleveland was doing last week. Um, I, I think this is going to be, I think it's going to be a good game. I think Cleveland's going to be playing catch up for most of the most of the evening, um, and I do think that Pittsburgh's going to be able to to really. Um, take advantage of that Cleveland secondary, which has been pretty, hasn't been been that great this year. Um, they'll have to neutralize Miles Garrett um, from from getting to Big Ben, which I don't think will be a major issue for them. Um, they'll need to run James Conner, um, get him going on the ground. But I do think that this is going to be a great AFC, an old school matchup where both teams are going to try to run the football. It's going to be um, a game where where the defenses try to. Um, try to steal the show um, but I do think that this is going to be a game that is ultimately decided by two possessions I think it's going to be like 24 to 14 Pittsburgh um, and I don't think that it's going to be I don't think it's going to be as excited as it's marketed um, I think Pittsburgh is going to take a 7 to 10 point lead and kind of just cling on it onto it for the entire game um, and that that Baker Mayfield's going to have his hands full and he's going to show he's pretty much going to show who he has been um throughout his career um and it's just going to raise a lot of question marks through throughout the entire offseason i oh uh that's that's fair but i really think that i think the browns i mean remember the last time the browns have been in the playoffs was 2002 and coincidentally the opponent was the steelers that day uh, they up there, they actually held a, you know, they blew, they blew a lead that game. They were up, if I'm not mistaken, they were up 31, 17, um, over the, over the Steelers. And they actually lost that game 36, 33. It was a third time they met, they met that year and, and, and the Steelers ended up completing the three, the, the season sweep. But I think this is, this is, it's a different, this is a different era, a different time. And I, and I really believe that the Steelers and the Steelers are going to, are going to make a mistake in the fourth quarter that you're, you're not going to see coming. And, and I really believe that the Browns are going to take advantage of that 
and Baker Mayfield is going to lead them to a 27 to 24 victory somewhere in that somewhere in that range. I, th- I just really think the Browns are playing with house money and all the pressure is more on the Steelers to win this game because with the group they have, they're expected to try to get to a Super Bowl this year. Cleveland, no one expected them to get here. So I really believe they're playing with house money and I really like and I really want to go with the underdog here. I'm going to go with Cleveland. Yeah, I think if um, if if Cleveland has a shot to win, it's going to be much like last week. They're going to need um, 190, 200 yards um, on the ground from Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Those are really the guys that drive that team, and I think that if they do win, it'll be because of them. Um, Baker Mayfield may throw a touchdown or two, but I think that um, if they're going to have a chance, they've got to at least get 150 yards from those guys. If it's under that, I don't think Cleveland has a chance. Well, we'll see because, it, like I said, this is going to be a fun. This is going to be a fun playoff weekend. I mean, three, it's super, super wild card weekend. Three, six games, all of them are going to. The, the majority of them, like you said, in the AFC, are going to pretty much be the entertaining ones. The NFC, we're going to lead. You know, it's going to be up in the air. But Washington and Washington and, and Tampa Bay is probably going to be the best one out of the bunch. But I'm so excited, man. This is I'm I, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get all my work done this week and all my grocery shopping in because I don't want to be bothered come this weekend because I'm gonna be glued to my couch watching just endless hours of football. Yeah, it sounds like um, it sounds like a dream come true, man. It's, it's a Saturday, Sunday full of football. Um, one game, one game at each time slot. So you're not gonna have to flip channels to 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 check to your fantasy lineups and do all this other stuff. It's just straight up three hours per game. You're, you're not even. You're gonna be watching the commercials, man. You're gonna be. You're gonna be doing all the fun <laughs> stuff. You're, you're not. You're gonna be glued to the tube, um, watching each game, watching watching Josh Allen, watching Russ, watching Tom Brady, all those guys. Um, it's gonna really be a fun weekend, and and. Um, I'm looking forward to the matchups as well. Um, you know, again, thanks you thank you all for for listening to the plug in podcast. Yeah, this is fun, Chris. It, it's going to be fun, man. It's going to be fun, and I'm looking forward to to covering the the you know the divisional round, the championship round, and and seeing you know which teams can move forward, and and you know which quarterbacks, which 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 players really, um, you know, make a name for themselves this year. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, man. Um, but you know, go ahead and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Instagram at Plugged In Pcast. Um, again, follow me at Chris C underscore Hustle. That's Hustle spelled H U S S L E. And just also give me a follow at JLHB five one zero at JLHB five one zero. And with that, we are unplugged. <laughs>